Hello and welcome to the Disney Doodah Podcast. I am Brad from Wicked Mouse Travel, and I'm joined as always by my brother and lifelong Disney Parks fan, John. Hey, John. Hey. We are a bi-weekly podcast exploring all things Disney vacations, from the Seven Seas Lagoon to Sail on the High Seas. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Today we'll be highlighting the return of the special ticketed event, Disney Villains After Hours at the Magic Kingdom. So, without further ado, let's get started. So, like I said, we are talking Disney Villains After Hours. That's a Magic Kingdom. It's special ticketed, so it's an After Hours event. So, um, it is starting. It actually has already started February 7th and will run until July 10th. So the hours, depending on when the park closes, there are a couple of nights where it is 9 to 12, and then the majority of the nights it is 10 p.m. to 1 a.m., right around when the Magic Kingdom normally closes. So it shouldn't really impede on your average Magic Kingdom day if you are not attending. So those first three nights are February 7th has already passed, February 21st, as well as March 6th. Those are all the 9 to midnight. Every other night is 10 to 1. And I believe they are typically Fridays and um, Wednesdays, correct? Yeah, it's typically uh, Fridays, Wednesdays, uh, an occasional Monday, and it says there, it looks like there's one a Thursday, which is on May 14th. Yeah, okay. And so, yeah, just be sure to check um, the Magic Kingdom hours just to get the most of your days. And I did notice, if you are staying on site, Magic Kingdom does have extra magic hours. Sometimes they're early in the a.m. on the exact same night as villains after dark after hours rather so you can actually have a marathon day in the magic kingdom if you do score a ticket to after hours as well as extra magic hours in the morning you can basically be there in the park from 8 a.m to 1 a.m and just have a marathon day i'd suggest hitting back to the resort for a nap at some time in there but that's a heck of a day that's a that is a long day and yeah, I, don't you even, I don't even know if your uh, your meal plans will t- carry you through the rest of that. You might have to use almost all your snacks. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of speaking of snacks, though, I mean, some of the food at Villains uh, after hours they are complimentary. So we'll get to those in a minute. Oh. So you you may hold out until then. But I I would suggest definitely if you're gonna if you're gonna try that, you know, let me know if you did eight a.m. If you come up and do eight a.m. to one a.m., I want to know what it was like because. If you didn't get anything you wanted to do done on that day, I don't I don't know how you didn't have the time. That's always the biggest problem Magic Kingdom is you don't have enough time. That type of a day, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m., that is as much time as you could possibly have. Yeah, that's that's a that's a big that's a big day. But I mean, if you're going <laughs> to Walt Disney World, you're trying to make the best of it. I mean, even when I was there, it, like and I tell anybody who goes, like when you go, you forget to eat. A lot of the times. Oh, yeah. You you pile up your snacks and you pile up your quick service meals because the only meals that you're focusing on is your planned out dinners because you have to go to those. I, I, when we left, we left with a whole bunch of snacks. I mean, <laughs> you, you forget to eat. Absolutely. I uh, I will frequently forget to grab breakfast on the way to the park, so I'm just so excited to get there. I don't know about you guys, but I am a open-to-close park guy. I will get there for rope drop, and I will stay until they kick me out. I know there are some that 
that's not really their style. You know, they like to kind of come in a little bit after uh, after the park is open and the crowds kind of disperse a little bit out into their their areas of the park. But you know, I'm I'm open to close. What about you? Um, I know the last time we went uh, with the kids and my wife, we. Uh, I'm usually I like to be there right when it opens, but I don't like to be right when it closes because I hate the rush getting back. I'd rather the rush getting there, um, like the 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 rush of people, the the amount of people. Um, so I'm one of those people that I would lo- I would prefer to get there um, when the park first opens for the day, but I would leave probably right around dusk to go back and kind of relax and unwind. Go swimming. Yeah, yeah. I actually I do miss out on swimming a lot sometimes because I'm just in the park, open to close. But uh, I don't know. It's just even if the, when the park closes, I'm not sure if you all know this, but especially Magic Kingdom, fireworks and everyone starts shuffling towards the front gates to get on out of the parks. It's not closed yet. Magic Kingdom is still open, so. When the crowd is going back down Main Street, head out into the parks. That is your that is your perfect opportunity to get a nighttime ride with very little weight on whatever attraction you missed out on. You want to get on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train? Get there. That is your chance. Head up Pirates, Space Mountain. That's my best. That's my favorite time to go is because everyone has kind of thought the fireworks are at like the official end of the park, but it is still open from the fireworks, which usually started around, I believe, 9 o'clock, and they, you know, they're not the entire time. So it depends on when, the, well, I guess, when the park closes that the, the fireworks do start, because if the park closes at 9, it's not going to be 9 o'clock. But when the fireworks end, don't assume it's time to leave. That's my biggest tip if you're going to try to close out the park. Go the other way from the crowd. It's It's not intuitive, but get back out there. If you want to close out the park for real and then just ride whatever ride you missed during the day because of an extraordinary wait time, because they can be daunting and you can miss out because you don't want to wait 55, 60 minutes in a wait time. Tangent over. (laughs) Back over to the the Villains After Hours. We didn't hit on pricing. So if you want to get to the, the Villains After Hours and you know what day you want to go there, you can actually get a little bit of a discount by buying in advance the price would be 145 If you do want to sh- kind of roll the dice and get there same day, the price goes up by 10 bucks. It's 155 However, uh, annual pass and Disney Vacation Club members, they get a pretty pretty good discount as far as an after-hours event goes. It's 115 So that's about a $30 discount per person. Of course, applicable taxes do apply to all tickets. Yeah, and, and for, for Disney pricing, I mean, it's not bad. Um for that 145 155 Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd take it. If it's basically you're getting three hours in the park with less crowds without the uh, without the additional theming that comes along. So I would take it. Um, so talking about the perks that you do get, um, of course, there is the low wait times, like I did mention. You're going in, the, uh, the crowds are less because it is a limited ticket event. So you can basically get those low wait times on all the attractions. I believe there are about 20 that are open still. And uh, two of the rides actually have special villain-themed editions. That's Pirates of the Caribbean and Space Mountain. So even if you did hit those during the day and you want to come back, you definitely do so because it's going to be a little bit of a different feel for each one of those rides because they've added a little 
villains, je ne sais quoi. Um, you're going to also get a bunch of special entertainment with all your favorite villains. And of course, because it is Disney, we can't talk about Disney without talking about a gift shop. They do have merchandise available that is only open for the ticketed event. So you are going to have special villains after hours merchandise that you just can't get during the regular day, as well as special food and beverage options available for purchase that you can't get during the day in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, and, and especially those collecting um, aspects of it. Those people who like to collect, for example, the, the pin collectors and stuff like that, there's going to be a lot of those things that you can't get mm-hmm. unless you go to those villain uh, after hours or you find somebody who's been there who's willing to trade or, or give those up. Uh, but definitely for the for the collecting aspect, uh, if that's something you're into, um, yeah, there's definitely a lot something to collect. To, yeah, definitely something for you to attend. Yep. So back to uh, we're talking about food for a little bit. Um, there is, like I did mention, there is some options available. There are some options available. Excuse me for uh, free options that do come with the cost of admission. Those are going to be your average, your normals, your popcorn, the ice cream novelties, and then just some select bottled beverages just to keep you hydrated through the night. There is some dances, dancing going on in the streets and stuff. They want to make sure you're good to go. So you can technically get by hitting up the little little kiosk set up around the Magic Kingdom. You can basically get by without spending a dime on snacks and drinks. You just have to settle for the free options. But, I mean, who doesn't like popcorn and, and ice cream, you know? Yeah, especially the ice cream. I mean, obviously, they're the novelty ice creams. But to me, novelty ice creams, I'm thinking like, you know, your ice cream truck, your uh, your character, your little Mickey Mouse uh, with the gumball eyeballs. Um, uh, yeah, you, you gotta you gotta have a Mickey Mouse. Yeah, so those are the ice creams I'm thinking of. I mean, it's still summertime for um, well, summertime weather in Disney World for the most part. Uh, so those ice creams are still gonna feel pretty good t- going down. Yeah, I mean, the sun does go down at that time. It does get a little cooler out, but definitely not so cold that you don't want ice cream. Again, you're on vacation. Eat the ice cream. It's delicious. Calories Um, don't count on vacation. No, no, there are no calories in Walt Disney World. So for um, any of the – there are some special that are for sale beverages and um, foods. So we're just going to hit on a couple of them that are new for 2020. Um, they did have villains after hours in 2019. They went away for a little bit, and now they're coming back. And they've added a couple new offerings as far as food. So the first one we call is called Painting the Roses Red. It's at the Cheshire Cafe. That is a cheesecake mousse with a raspberry gelée and a red cocoa butter and buttercream leaves. It looks kind of like a rose. So, I mean, for all you cheesecake lovers, that's where you want to be. Anyone who's really a big fan of the gray, of the gray stuff, head over to Storybook Treats. They have what's called Body Language. That is a cookies and cream mousse, very similar to the gray stuff. That has a uh, chocolate cake with it, too, and uh, just some tentacles coming out of it, some meringue, and uh, there's a chocolate shell. So it kind of has that whole Ursula creepy feel to it, but it's at, at its core, it's, it's a chocolate cake with a cookies and cream mousse. And then heading over to Gaston's Tavern. That's where I would go for that five dozen <laughs> egg slush. Yeah. Just, my, just because my favorite of the, name. Just because of the if you if any of you are interested in memes, Gaston's egg meme is one of the funniest things you can watch. Um just because of the meme and the fact that they came out with that and it's at the tavern and it's just, uh it just looks like a like a fun time. Well, now you can say you went and you had five dozen eggs. You know, you could. Yeah, it's 
it's going to help you become the size of a barge, of course. It is actually a frozen <laughs> custard. Roughly yeah, the size of a roughly barge. Roughly the size. I'm not going to be exact <laughs> here because barges come in shapes and sizes. But it's, you're going to be around there. Um, again, I guess if you do eat too many five dozen egg slushes, you might become roughly the size of a barge. Um, you're looking at a frozen custard with brown sugar. And it's topped with whipped cream and a cinnamon stick as a little bit of an add-on. Um, so if, if you're over there getting your LaFouze brew at Gaston Tavern, which, again, I swear by, my wife not so much. She's not a fan of the LaFouze brew. But if you're there and you don't want to say if she's there with me, she doesn't want LaFouze brew, I'll definitely give her some five dozen egg slush. We can both leave Gaston's Tavern happy. Um, we talked about entertainment a little bit um, at Disney World, there is never a lack of entertainment, and Villains After Hours is no exception. That, Like always, there is always a parade at the Magic Kingdom. It wouldn't be without it. This one actually runs twice throughout the park. Previously, during the Villains After Hours, it was Maleficent. You know, that, that dragon that actually unfortunately caught fire at one point. We're not oh, going to wow. talk about it. Um, <laughs> okay. She's back. She's been back in the parks for a little while. And she's actually... Twice a night, she will slink through the park with spewing her flames into the sky in her magnificent glory. But now she's actually going to be joined with what they're calling the Cursed Caravan. And that is all other villains like Ursula, Oogie Boogie, Cruella de Vil, Gaston. I've actually seen him on his horse during the Cursed Caravan. And, you know, that, that black horse he rides when he goes to storm the castle. You got some Captain Hook. And uh, pretty much all your favorite villains will be there in the parade. So, I mean, who doesn't love a good a good Disney World parade? If and you're not really, they're, uh, they're giving some love to Oogie Boogie. That that's I, one of my favorite Disney movies. My one of my favorite villains, Oogie Boogie. Yeah, you usually have to come out for the not so scary Halloween mm-hmm. party to see Oogie Boogie. So to be able to see him out in the park, celebrated, not during the Halloween season, yeah, it's super refreshing. Also, they're going to have that that stage in front of Cinderella Castle. It's not going to be empty. They will have the Villains Unite the Night stage show. That's going to be, on, again, on that main stage featuring Hades. Again, you don't see him often in the parks. Meg, Evil Queen, Maleficent, and Jafar. So they will be doing their night show. And of them, again, in front of that, that little kind of circular area right in front of that main stage, that will be housing the dance party. So there will be a DJ spinning some tracks throughout the night. Just let loose, have fun. You know, it is you're in you're on vacation. It's Walt Disney World. We all can't dance. You know, it's don't be afraid. Just go out and have a great time. If you are looking to to snap a the perfect pose in your spooky attire, there will be special photo pass opportunities with that uh, villainous theme of villains after dark. So just head on out, look for those. They're going to be everywhere. Your your photo pass guy will just scan your magic band after or or gal after taking your picture and you can have some special opportunities there as well. And of course, just like what, like my favorite part of the Halloween season, they're going to have that creepy music and that spooky eerie lighting again. And it's really cool to see those not in the September, October time, you know, to see them kind of in the middle of the summer. Yeah. And I mean, with that dance party as well, um, you can just go to Gaston's tavern, have a few LeFou's brews and you'll be good to go dancing. <laughs> if only they were alcoholic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you, we can, pr- we can pretend. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just you, they all they have to do is just tell the person drinking them, "Hey, you're having a good time." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want a Lafouze brew so bad. 
I did mention earlier to, that you know you're going to dress your spookiest to show up to this event. Guests are actually encouraged to look their spookiest and to dress the part for these after hours events. So normally it's like don't go crazy with costumes for all of the all of the after hours parties, especially in Magic Kingdom. And those loosen up a bit, those right. Uh, and we will definitely get to the dress code in one minute. But I just want to let you know, if you are an adult, I know with kids, you can always head over to Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. But if you're an adult, you can still get your Disney character on by going to what's called Character Couture. And that is a salon event featuring basically focusing on bringing out the inner Disney character for adults. So if you want to be a a prince, even a princess. But in this event, if you want to be a villain, they can do that. They can get your makeup going right, get the whole hairdo and everything to match your to match your attire. So that way, when you show up at this event, you really look and feel the part. So there are a few locations. You want to touch on those, John, around the around the resorts that you can get that character couture taken care of. Um. Myself, I, I myself, I actually didn't even find anything on that. Uh, to tell you the truth, um, oh really? Yeah, I I actually was only under the impression that the. I mean, I know you can dress up for these events, um, but I didn't know that there was actually a character couture, and that was something I missed when looking through. But that looks really interesting, uh, especially for the fact that for the most part, like you stated, uh, they don't really allow adults to dress up very much, uh, mainly because they don't want you to be mistaken as a disney character correct uh, but yeah I, so, I didn't even know of those so if you can enlighten me give me some oh yeah sure too. i do apologize for putting no it's all, it's all good it's all throughout all of the resorts so you're looking at your grand floridian uh the salon at the grand floridian resort and spa definitely salon by the springs over at wilderness lodge la Vida salon at coronado springs ship shape salon over at yacht and beach club and even if you don't have, you're not at one of those resorts, you can't make it to one of those resorts. There are actually in-room services for a higher fee at participating Walt Disney World Resort hotels, so they can come right to you if you are not at one of the uh, the resorts with the salons. And you just can't make the time to get there. But you really want to want to dress up and get your get your hair and makeup done. They got you covered. Be sure to you know book early with you uh, with with Disney or via your travel agent. And get those appointments locked in because they, they do go pretty quick and they are on appointment basis, very much like Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Um, now, jumping over to the dress code, we're going to almost quote this directly from Disney so we don't get it wrong. All right, so for the special hours events in general, Disney reserves the right to deny admission to or remove any person wearing attire that's not considered appropriate attire and could detract from experience of other guests. All dress guests may dress as their favorite character, but may not pose for pictures or sign autographs with other guests. That's what John was talking about. You can definitely wear a costume that looks like your favorite character, but under no circumstances are you signing autographs or taking pictures. Uh, costumes also must be family-friendly and may not be obstructive, offensive, objectionable, or violent. So still no weapons or nothing that can be perceived as a weapon, please. I'm going to get there, too. May not contain weapons that resemble or could be easily mistaken for an actual weapons. Costumes may not contain sharp objects, pointed objects, or materials that may accidentally strike another guest. And, of course, if you're not, don't adhere to the guidelines, they may refuse entry or you may be removed from the parks. And your costume may be modified to meet the standards stated. 
Now, one thing that they did not mention in there, and, and it's mentioned when we get down into the 13 and 14 year old uh, area, uh, for adults, you're not allowed to wear a mask. Um, no, any no type of mask at all is not permitted uh, for anybody uh, that is considered an adult. It looks like anybody over four, uh, over thirteen uh, cannot wear a mask um, because yes. again, they do not want you to be mistaken one for a character, and two, um, they want to be able to identify that you're a guest and not some person trying to cause harm to somebody. Um, so that, yes, masks that, can yeah. get pretty. Pretty hairy for adults. Like John did mention, guests 13 and under can wear a variation of a mask as long as it does not cover the entire face and the eyes are still visible. So any of those masks that have that like black mesh over the inside that cover the eyes, not okay. You still have to have your eyes completely visible or not your, your child's eyes must be completely visible and the mask cannot cover the entire face. So at least one portion of the face has to be open. So between that little area, we talked about guests under 13, we talked about adults, but for guests about 14 and up, all layered costumes and costume props around the entire body are strongly discouraged because of additional security screening that may be needed. So just like those multi-layered dresses and hooded costumes, that could get in some trouble just because of the additional security screening you're going to have to go to. It may hassle you on the way in. Costumes, of course, may not reach or drag on the ground. For example, the full-length princess dresses, the only ones wearing those are the actual princesses. Sorry, girls. They have to be at least off the ground. Capes may be worn, but they may not go below the waist. But, I mean, if Edna Mode has not told you guys now, capes are just a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, Especially when you're air, uh, airplane tur- uh, air turbine. Yeah. Definitely. But I mean, there's so many things to get caught on. I would personally not suggest a cape. I mean, it's just, you're looking for trouble. Theme t-shirts, blouses, sweatshirts, and hats are, of course, always acceptable. Um, other acceptable accessories include transparent wings, your plastic um, lightsabers, toy swords. Headwear may be worn as long as it does not, again, cover the face. So your tiaras and crowns and things like that. But the uh, the transparent wings and the plastic lightsabers that they do sell in the parks. At one point, they were selling Tinkerbell wings, and they do have the plastic lightsabers. They are allowed as long as they are not sharp. Um, and again, and that, and that, maps, I know that no. there may be some people saying that kind of contradicts. Because if uh, any guests 14 and older... Um, that with the weapon thing, uh, mainly with the, what they're trying to say here is uh, those things that are allowed, um, like the plastic lightsabers or light up lightsabers and light up toy swords that you can obviously tell they're child's toys um, or toys or, or not real weapons. It, it's the ones that look like an actual real weapon. Like if you grab the replicas, you kind of look like a guy from Pirates of the Caribbean. It's not going to fly. Yeah, pretty much going back to that earlier one. No weapons that resemble or could be mistaken for an actual weapon. I have not yet seen an actual lightsaber, so all you know, a <laughs> yeah, plastic well, lightsaber yeah. cannot be mistaken for a real lightsaber. As with you know your your toy your, your little toy swords that are kind of made very flimsy, those are definitely not real swords. But yeah, if you're bringing in a replica katana, mm, you're gonna, no they're good. gonna they're gonna have some questions for you <laughs> on your way in. First, if why you even do you get have in. that? Yeah, absolutely. You're going you're gonna to be having a, brief, a not brief conversation with security. <laughs> so that about really covers, I think, all of Disney's um, villains after hours. 
I know John touched a little bit on the uh, the event dates. It does they are kind of mostly events are mostly Fridays, so you're looking at at least once a week from from February all the way down through July. Uh, like I said, um, we'll we'll just shout out the outliers right now. Anything that's not a Friday, so Wednesdays in March, we're looking at the 11th and the 18th. Um, I think there's a like you said Thursday, right? You said that's May 14th, mm-hmm. and then your two Mondays. Um, if you did want to hit it up on the, the beginning of the week, June 29th, July 6th, right before the um, right. I'm sorry, right after the holiday there, and then the last day is of course Friday, July 10th. So, right after the that July 4th holiday is when unfortunately the the villains after hours does does close again until hopefully they bring it back yeah and and actually i was just kind of reading through here really quick it it looks like you did miss some of the uh the uh the dining options oh absolutely enlighten me um on main street uh looks like they have something called a locked away maiden Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a loaded grilled cheese sandwich with pepper jack cheese, oh, provolone man. cheese, bacon jam, which is kind of interesting, and tomatoes. Oh, man, you've never had bacon jam? No. Um, the other thing that's on Main Street USA is um, that's at the Main Street Bakery, Locked Away Maiden. Yeah. Uh, on Casey's Corner, you have Hades Hot Dog and Hades Temptation, non-alcoholic. Uh, it's a frozen non-alcoholic purple Cosmo, which is the – um, temptation topped with a gummy worm. Uh, so it's kind of like a little, um, kind of similar, I guess, to the, uh, the eggs from, uh, from Gaston. Yeah. And, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of other cool stuff. I don't think we touched it all. Definitely. If you want to look for a, uh, a delicious beverage, you can hit voodoo magic over at sleepy hollow. They also, uh, that's a lemonade green apple mm-hmm. syrup. And it actually has a, a hard candy straw. Oh, that's it's cool. kind of yeah. It's got a very very spooky kind of potion feel to it. So it's like a, a purple straw that's all rock candy. I'm not sure how well that's going to really hold up under the scrutiny of drinking through it, but you never know. Uh, did you, you you didn't touch on the Hades hot dog? Did you? I, I didn't touch on what it, it didn't kind of go over the information that it was. I, I can see it. I see a picture of it. It looks kind of cool. It's like it yeah. kind of like a pumpernickel bun, I guess. Yeah, uh, it's actually an all beef hot dog, but it does have uh, um, it's topped with buffalo chicken. Oh, that's and it cool. has yeah, it has diced celery and uh, some fiery cheese dust, kind of like what you'd find on on Cheetos, and a spicy ranch drizzle. I think the uh, the bun is just your average black bun that has uh, um, got you. That you kind of the type of buns that you saw during those um, the black bun. Um, Events at your our, your favorite fast food restaurant. I believe Burger King had one as well. They, mm-hmm. I think they use like um, some kind of seaweed or some some very non-inflammatory additive into the dough to make that. It's but it is a very it's a fully black bun. So um, that is super cool. And like you said, there is um, there is a lot of food options. So definitely, um, I think if you head over to Disney Parks blog, there is a foodie guide to all of the different. Uh, options that are going to be available for you over there. So there's also a slush. Uh, if you're a, uh, uh, the last one that I did see on this one, the mm-hmm. page I'm looking at is if you're an Aladdin fan, uh, they got a diamond in the rough. Uh, oh. It's at Tortuga Tavern uh, in Adventureland, 
and it's a mango slush with nutmeg and cinnamon topped with whipped cream and garnished with a sugar diamond. That, yeah, that's that mango just sounds good right now. I love a good mango and mango slush. Just, oh, I just want to just want to drink it. <laughs> the picture does look pretty cool. It's got the streaks going down the side of the cup. It's got a lot mm-hmm. of. So it's got a nice little dusting on top the, uh, I guess, whipped cream. I couldn't even think of the word whipped cream. And, wow, I'm stuttering because just, it's just such a delicious-looking beverage. Um, so I guess that, yeah, like I said earlier, that kind of wraps up the uh, Villains After Hours event. Unless you got anything else to add, that was a good point with the, with the extra food. We didn't quite touch on all of it. Yeah, other than that, I mean – um, it, it's not going to be as uh, fleshed out as your um, Halloween event, uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, uh, mm-hmm. because it's not for Halloween. But I mean, they, they do go kind of out of their way to make sure that it's um, different experience than just being in Magic Kingdom and try to make it a little bit worth your uh, worth your one hundred forty five, hundred fifty five dollar uh, admission. Yeah, definitely. If you are if you're a villains fan, like I'm sure many of you are, that's definitely an event you'd want to try out. Um, it just pretty much shines a light on all of your favorite villains and just gives them the attention that they don't normally get uh, at the Magic Kingdom when they're they're kind of just an afterthought because the the heroes and princesses are are forefront during the day. So, all right. That about does it there, and we're going to head on over to our our fun discussion of today. So that one, I kind of kept it from John just so he didn't do too much research on it. We're going to try a little game called Would You Wait, and we're going to start in Adventureland. So the whole premise here is I'm going to tell John the name of an attraction at Adventureland, and we are going to give the average wait time and the highest wait time. And kind of decide, would he wait for it? And then I'll give I'll give you guys what if I would too as well, of course. But just definitely see, would John or myself wait this long to ride this attraction or to experience this attraction if it's not a ride? We're only going to touch on Adventureland today. So with Adventureland, we are, we are just looking at about four to five attractions. Let us know if you like it. And we can definitely hit different parts of different parts as well in future episodes. All right, Johnny, you ready? Uh, I guess, yeah, you pretty much sent me the information for what we're doing um, not too long ago, so I did, you're right, I did not have time to, to research like I normally do. Um, so yeah, I didn't want, you, I didn't want you to know the wait times going in, so I wanted, <laughs> to, I wanted you to be fully surprised, not looking up wait time calculators. So first, we're going to go with Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. And now, John, I know we're not talking under new management, we're talking the current iteration, the good iteration. Of the Enchanted Tiki Room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so on average, typically on a, on a good day, you're looking at five to ten minutes. You'd wait that long, right? You'd get in there. Oh, yeah. Five, ten minutes. I No problem. Uh, yeah, me too, of course. At its highest, we're looking around 45 to 50 minutes. Are you waiting? I know it has that, it has that kind of front show right in front with all the, with the Tiki gods. Are you waiting 45 to 50 minutes? No. Um, no. I, would, I would wait if it was oh, under new management. Man. 
If it was under new management, I would wait there. But I would not wait there for the way it is now. I mean, I know you it, are alone, sir. I know. Well, I mean, I explained it before. I grew up. I mean, you did too, but you've done a lot more with uh, with Disney World than I have. I grew up the two times I went as a child with under new management with Iago and Sasu. And that to me is what I know as Enchanted Tiki Room. Oh, and when man. I went back as an adult and it was not there, I was disappointed. Oh man, see, I would 45, I have no problem. 50, I'd be, I'd be hesitant, but I'd probably still wait for it. But no problem. 45, I'm going in full, full on, waiting there. It has, you know, the Tiki Gods can talk to me right before we go in. No problem. Hit me with the Tiki Room. <laughs> Moving me. over. Pirates of the Caribbean is also an adventure and also a fan favorite. On average, you're looking at about a 20-minute wait. What do you say? Oh, yeah, definitely. You're going inside. <laughs> I mean, granted, Tiki Room is also the same. You're going inside a building, and you're out of the sun. Um, but no, me- I think you're onto something here. The, the queue of Pirates is mostly indoors, though. True. So, like, there's there's that main outdoor area that, like, if it's a really long line, you're standing out in the heat. But you're right. The the queue is mostly inside an air conditioned building, so that kind of does play in here, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. You're inside of a building and you're out of the sun. And when you're inside a building, there has to be some type of air conditioning at some point. Whether or not it's full blast, it's still air conditioning. So, absolutely, I'd wait twenty minutes. Okay. So on the high side. We're looking forty minutes. Yeah, I would wait forty minutes. I mean, it go it goes higher than that, but on an average high day, we're looking forty minutes. What would be? What would? Be, I, I'm definitely going both times. What would be your cutoff? What was? What is the longest amount of time? When would you be hesitant to go on Pirates of the Caribbean? Like, tell me on a on a on a five every five minute basis. Where are you? Where are you calling it? No, I'm walking down the street. And once it casts out, probably at an hour. An hour. You'd wait. You would wait fifty-five minutes to get on Pirates of the Caribbean. I'd probably wait right at the hour mark. If it goes above the, to the one hundred and five, I'd I'd bail. All right. So John's right around sixty minutes. I I know I'm going to get I'm going to get slack for this. I don't think I'd wait sixty minutes for Pirates. I mean, you you, <sighs> you have the chance of getting a little bit a little bit wet on that little drop. I know. I just and then you again, come out of the ride, and then you're still a little cooled off because he has a little bit of water on you and the wind hit oh, you. Man. So. I, yeah, I definitely for the 35 uh, to 40 minute range, I would definitely wait. I think right around 50 is when I'm going to duck out. I don't think if it hit 50, I think I'd run away. I would not. I don't think I'd, I'm standing there for that long. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. Maybe it's because when go, I, you can go on Tiki room and I'll go on pirates. Absolutely. I think it's, it's partly because when I enter magic kingdom, I'm a left turner. I go in Magic Kingdom, hit the hub, and, and head left to Adventureland. Really? Yes. I, you're a yes. Tomorrowland. Yep, exactly. Yep, I go right to Tomorrowland. So I think with me, it's just... Left is red. There red. Are, yeah, I know. But I think with me, when I, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in Adventureland, it's just, what more can I do throughout the day? You know, like, I, I'm going to be waiting here for now. I just have, I think I'm going to have that anxiety. Like, I need to get on moving on. So I think that's where I'd cut, draw the line. We're also in Adventureland, so you can't forget about Jungle Cruise. Average wait thirty minutes. What do you say? Um, th- that's kind of an iffy one because I don't know. 
It's just got oh that nostalgic God, kind no. of. I, I think I would probably try to wait to 30 minutes on that. You are hesitating on 30 for the Jungle Cruise? Are you insane? I will be there all day for 30 minutes. All right, so. It's just because you, it's the same. Uh, it's the over the, I don't know. It's just don't the over the top. Don't disrespect me on those puns. Don't <laughs> disrespect It's the over the top puns. guy, tour guide, talking to you. Be like, oh, look at those hippos over there going up and down over and over hey, again. Hey, man, they're not, they're not wearing you better not take pictures. You better. You can take pictures because they have their trunks on, John. <laughs> oh, oh I love if, yeah. If they had Dwayne Johnson, who's going to be in the new Jungle Cruise movie, doing this Jungle Cruise ride, maybe I'd wait longer than thirty minutes. I don't. I don't. I would not go over thirty. I might wait the thirty minutes. Okay, so that just answers the next question. Uh, the high range, you're looking anywhere from fifty-five to an hour on the average high day. You're not waiting that long. No. Oh God, I would. I love the Jungle Cruise. I love the the skipper giving me all those corny <laughs> dumb jokes. Uh, I I just I just love it, you know, with that with the headhunters in the the um it's a very bad place to be headed. I just those uh just how dull and dry the punchlines are, it is fantastic. I I yeah, definitely. Fifty five to an hour, give me a Mickey ice cream and let me wait in line. I don't care. It's all outdoors. Wait, you're sweating your your butt off, and I will love every minute of it because I know it's coming, and it is the 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 Jungle Cruise, and it is wonderful. Now, real quick on Jungle Cruise, um, mm-hmm. even though this wasn't technically research, uh, it's just because I'm a big fan of this person. Um, I know there was no um, actual tie or saying words to Disney, um, but if you're familiar with Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, he did write a song called, um, is it actually called the Jungle Cruise? Uh, but it's about the Jungle Cruise uh, ride itself and about being a tour guide. Um, and it's actually quite funny. Me? No, dead serious. Um, hold on. I'm going to look it up here. That is. Yeah, he, is he wrote as if he's like trying to be. Oh, it's called Skipper Dan. Skipper Dan is. The oh, name of the song. my goodness. And if you listen to that song, it pretty much is him being the skipper on the jungle cruise ride doing the same show over and over and over again being like look at those hippos are wiggling their ears just like they've done for the last 30 years and and you know pretty much saying i I could have been the next guy on uh on broadway but no here i am doing this and the the funny part is the skippers on the boats actually make jokes about going around and around all day. And so that's just, that is awesome. Yeah. He doesn't mention the word Disney. He doesn't mention anything about like Disney world, Disneyland, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of alluded to, he says jungle cruise ride and his name's Skipper Dan. And he's talking about the ride itself and the, and everybody else on it. So if if, give it a listen, it's it's definitely really funny to listen to, especially because you can kind of feel their pain, especially if you're an adult and you've been on this many times. Dude, I don't care. I'm going on it. I'll go on it twice. I don't care. I'll go on it all day. Moving on, before I get angry, <laughs> we're just going to touch on the Swiss Family Treehouse. There's no wait time. It is a walk-through ride. I was going to say, but, if there was a wait time on that, I would be very, no. very upset. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to give you – I'm going to pose a question. If the other wait times were average, like if they were all the average wait times, like say Channing Tiger was like five minutes, Pirates was 20, Jungle Cruise was hanging around 30, everything in the park was kind of dead. 
and it was just a weird day and everyone was at every ride in the entire park was at its average to low end would you take the time out to do swiss family treehouse probably not no oh my goodness i still would so i guess if I, my question is if they were high would you do it yes no yeah you're you're funny yes because uh, if i've gotten to the point if they're all high really the only thing that i said i would probably wait for is pirates um, so I'm That's going on true. pirates, and I'm like, nope, this one's too long. Nope, this one's so too now long. You're gonna, now I'm you're going to walk through, through this because there's absolutely no line. So you normally would just skip it because, I mean, heck, there's more rides you can fit it. See, I'm the complete other way. If there are wait times that are a little bit higher, I normally walk through the treehouse. I'll walk right past it definitely to get to like down the street there to jump on Haunted Mansion if they have a wait. So I'm definitely going to want to skip that in the event that there are long wait ride wait times for the rides. That is so weird that you are completely opposite. Yep. And I, the very I would, yep. I would just jump. <laughs> I'd be like, oh well, I guess we're going on this because there's no light wait time. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be nosing on, them unless up. there's Iago and Zazu at the Enchanted Tiki Room. You, know, I, you would have your nose in that My Disney Experience app the entire time up the treehouse waiting for a fast pass, though, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, last one. Magic carpets of Aladdin. Average wait time. You're looking at 15 minutes. Are you hopping on the magic carpet? Yeah, I love Aladdin, so I'm definitely jumping on that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'll, I'll tell you about me in a second. But uh, All right, so again, average wait time is 15. It goes up to as much as 30. So on a bad day, you're looking at around 30 to 35 minutes. Would you ride magic carpets for a 30 to 35 minute wait? If I was in a group of adults, no. <laughs> no. If I was kids with my with kids, you, jump on yes, that. yes. If they wanted to ride that, I would wait in the f- ride for thirty minutes. I mean, essentially, it's Dumbo ride. Yeah, that's what I was just about to but say. Magic I carpets. Am not, I am not going on magic carpets. I'm sorry. I've done it. I've been there. It's great and all, but it is a glorified Dumbo. Yes, and I want to. I want to ride. I want to ride Dumbo. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I mean, I, you had a kid. I'd rather the ride. Spit on you as you walk by. Yeah, see. All, but. I'd but, rather ride the Latin ride than ride the Dumbo ride. Are you kidding me? Um, yeah, Dumbo is just essential, and you're going on the magic carpet. So let's see, I will st- I will stand there. I'll wait for you. I'll be grabbing a Dole Whip right next door in Aloha Isle, and you can hop on the magic carpets, and I'll wave my Dole Whip. Yeah, but so, I mean, you can't complain about it because you know down in Agrabah the, the heat is intense. It's barbaric, but hey, it's home. Oh my gosh, did you just say that? Yeah, so the 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 camels, they spit. It even says it right in the song. Oh man. The caravan so, camels roam. It doesn't matter. You you scoff at the Jungle Cruise puns, and yet you make such dry references Ba-dum-ts. to the Aladdin theme song. Well, not theme song, but the Aladdin song. What, what's it called? What's the name of that song? Um, uh, Arabian Nights. That's it. It's gonna bother. It was gonna bother me all it, night. I I had it and I lost it right when you put me on the spot oh, there. Man. I was like, oh yeah. yeah, I had it too. It's completely left. So I guess we're gonna end this uh, version of Would You Wait for the Adventureland um, on that really awful reference to Arabian Nights by the Aladdin movie. Uh, definitely let us know if you would be interested in hearing more about that, either different parts of the Magic Kingdom or even a different park altogether there are many attractions in many parks so we could literally do this for weeks probably not years <laughs> <Just> remember <laughs> they, in florida they bring out a new park just remember in florida more often than not 
it's hotter than hot in a lot of good ways. Oh gosh, help us. <laughs> so before he continues and gets out of hand, we're going to close tonight's episode. That's it for today, guys. Uh, Disney two dot podcast is again, always by Brad and John Michael. If you have your own idea about what we should discuss on a future episode, please let us know. Or like I said, tell us, uh, would you ride, um, the Walt Disney world rides that we mentioned, no matter how long the wait time is, which ride is your ride that you would ride no matter what. Um, Magic carpets. Yeah, John would with his magic carpets. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. Send an email over to DisneyDoodahPod at gmail.com. As always, this episode is brought to you by me, Brad, at Wicked Mouse Travel. If you'd like to start planning your next Disney getaway, drop a line on out to Brad at WickedMouseTravel.com to get started. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you real soon.